Hi, my name is Anthony, and I've been practicing at the Wan Buddhist Temple in Chapel Hill for about six years now, and I'm thrilled to be joining as a member of the Kyoidan. For me, this has been a long path, and it started, as it has for many, in the search for happiness. I grew up outside of Chicago, inundated with messages of scarcity from a father who grew up in relative poverty in a small town in the Philippines. I was taught the importance of hard work, but there was a clear prioritization of material well-being over mental well-being. And at the same time, I was bombarded with societal messages that the path to happiness was only possible by first obtaining financial wealth. But even though doubts lingered in my mind, this delusion helped to shape my early career. And I ended up going to a university in Boston to earn a degree in finance. And after graduating, moved down to South Florida. I figured lots of people retired to Florida. Why wait until then? Uh, during my first job interview in Florida, in what may have been a message from the universe, it turned out that the interviewer was a former high school student of my father's from the Chicago area. And by the way, I've never met another former student before or after that time. Even with this connection, though, this interview did not go well. And the interviewer told me that he was not going to hire me for the job because I did not answer the core question um, correctly. And that core question was, where do you see yourself in five years? And he explained that the correct answer is to be rich. So even 1,300 so miles away, I could not escape my father's belief system. Anyway, this did not resonate with me and left me feeling that I did not belong in that career path. And on top of that, during my time at Florida, I encountered many people who had wealth, but were clearly still suffering. Dealing with a sense of groundlessness that comes with questioning dominant culture norms and suffering from the many adult, um, young adult dramas, I began my path toward Buddhism by stumbling across a book on Tibetan Buddhism in a bookstore. And for my eight-year-old twin sons, this was a, during an ancient time when you couldn't just go online to buy an ebook. Learning about the teachings of the Buddha and the path of the Bodhisattva inspired me to make a relatively radical change. I quit my fledgling career in finance and joined the Peace Corps. And when I came back to the States, I went to a graduate school for public policy. After that, I moved to Wisconsin and followed a life path of marriage, house, children, and my nonprofit career in public policy. And while I value the work I've done within the public policy space, I've recently analyzed the underlying motivation for much of this work and come to the realization that the correct answer for many in this field of where do you see yourself in five years is with power. I've noticed that many people strive for positional power, often with organizations struggling to attain institutional power so that they can influence those with political power. The underlying intention of helping others exists but the mechanisms to do so are often fraught with egocentric grasping, sometimes indifferent to community power building, often unhealthy for their own individual well-being, and possibly antithetical to Buddhist principles. Perhaps not surprisingly, I've come across lots of people with power who are also still suffering. And during my years working in Wisconsin, my intellectual understanding of Buddhism and my passion for social justice both continue to grow. But 
my meditation and mindfulness practices really did not. It really wasn't until moving to North Carolina six years ago and stumbling upon the Wan Buddhist Temple in Chapel Hill that my practice became less cognitive and more emotional and behavioral. It is at this time that I came to realize the importance of finding a Buddhist teacher who inspires you. And Reverend Wangong has been a consistent model of how to live one's um, values. And I realized the importance of having a Sangha or Dharma community to practice with, especially when online. And just as important, the critical need to develop my actions and my mind through awareness, insights, and gratitude. The founding master said, everyone wants things that are beneficial, but does many more things that lead to harm. Everyone wants to be wealthy and noble, but does many more things that lead to poverty and degradation. Everyone wants to be praised, but does many more things that lead to ridicule. There are so many cases in which what one wishes in one's mind and what one practices with one's body do not correspond. This is all because they do not realize the root source of suffering and happiness. And because even if they do know it, they do not put it into practice. You must think deeply about the causes, discriminate clearly, and practice thoroughly so that what you wish and what you do are never in contradiction. Then all things will be achieved according to your wishes. My external and internal experiences and practices have led me to a core belief that the key to happiness is not riches, it's not power, but instead to letting go of both and perhaps to letting go of the search for happiness as well. By taking a Wan Buddhist name, learning and practicing, and being part of this community of practitioners, I hope that I can answer the question, where do you see yourself in five years with at the temple, sitting on a cushion, mindfully aware, and grateful for every lesson that I've learned along the way. Come Samida.